Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, coming to your homes live from Portland, Oregon. We are a people of worship, work, and prayer, ready to serve the Lord, ready to serve with the community, and ready to withstand the enemy. for choosing to worship with us today. It is our prayer that during our worship experience that your love for God will be intensified, your faith be stirred, your hands get to clapping, and your feet get to dancing. After this song of preparation, be prepared to join Pastor Kimberly K. Black and the Greater St. Stephen's Church family as we bless the Lord. Yeah, I will do 
bow our heads and stomp our feet like they did back in the backwoods, amen, when, when the church was used by the Methodist folks on one Sunday, then next Sunday it was used by the Church of God in Christ, and then the next Sunday it was used by the Pentecostal, and then on the last Sunday it was used by the Baptist. Come on. So that's what kind of church we're going to have on the fourth Sunday, amen. And then all of us will go home with the sack lunch. I, I did travel from Mississippi or Texas to Louisiana to get here. I am an Oregonian. But some of y'all remember when Mama packed your lunch and you was getting on that Greyhound or that Amtrak, and in your little uh, uh, brown paper sack buffer, you had some chicken and you had some bread. Then you had a piece of cake and some soda pop. So the mothers had made sure you go home next on the fourth Sunday with your brown bag. Amen. So we want you to come. Mother Gloria has asked all of us to give $23, amen, as our assessment. And we're going to come and have a good time in the Lord. So we're just truly grateful. Any first-time callers over there? Amen. Well, let's keep moving. Uh, this is Fifth Sunday, and you know that we were to do our church workshop. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of it, but I had to give voice to the rest of Philippians. There was no way I could talk about um, a church um, without a community and a community without a church without stopping by this lesson. Because this lesson, for those of you that have your Sunday school book, we're on page 243. If you don't have a Sunday school book, um, we're in Philippians chapter 3, verses um, 12, and we're going to go through chapter 4, verse 1. And then I'm, I'm not going to go all through all of this because I definitely want to get in that piece um, that we can talk about. Super uh, Tony, can you prop that door open when you get done? Amen. Thank you. Amen. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Uh, gracious Father, we just thank you for your presence that we feel in this place. And we thank you, O oh God. Uh, that you are good to us and you are kind and you are forever faithful. And, Father, as we come to study your word and look at your word, uh, we pause, Father, to um, just pay homage to the young man that was brutally beaten in Memphis, Tennessee. We lift up his family to you. We lift up the chief of police in Memphis. Father, all the mass shootings that have taken place, three right in the Los Angeles area, this month, Father, God, even here in our city, there has been shootings. Father, we, we pause just to say thank you for Psalm 91 being over our lives. We thank you for being our protector, being our keeper. And God, we just pray that today after we study this word and hear from this word that we will be even more determined to be steadfast and immovable to do the work that you've commissioned and commanded us to do. May we hear this clarity call, and may we pay attention to what you're saying to us. Not just us, but the body of Christ throughout this universe. May we all, God, do what this lesson has commissioned and commanded us to do. And we'll be so careful to give you all the praise, all the glory, and the honor. Now, Lord, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord, you're my strength and my redeemer. I bless your name. Give strength, Lord, to those who have made up in their mind. I'm going to do what this lesson tells me to do. Stand firm. I'm going to do it. Give them glutamous power to stand firm. Then God bring conviction to the one who said in their mind, I ain't setting that word, stand firm. But God, bring a conviction, God, because what we're going to hear today is that being convinced about being steadfast and unmovable, it, 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 it motivates our daily behavior, and then it, it impacts our future life, Lord God. So, Father, help us, God, in the name of Jesus, to look to you, to look to you as we look to this word. Give us hearing, give us understanding, and we will bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. I just want to call your attention to um, the title of this lesson. On page 248, it says what? Two words. Say it again. Stand firm. I saw two things there. I saw a position and I saw a necessity. For my note taker, stand firm. I saw two things there. I saw a position and I saw a necessity. The position 
means I need to plant my feet in a faith and have a determination that I am confident in the place that I'm planted in. I'm going to say it again for my note taker. Position means here, stand firm. It means I must plant myself, I must plant my feet in a space and have a determination that I am confident that the place that I am in is the place where I am supposed to be. The place that I'm in is the place I'm supposed to be. I'm confident in that. I'm going to plant my feet. When you plant something, you don't expect it. When you plant it, you don't expect it. When you go outside, it's, it's up again. We planted a tree five years ago, and I'm thinking we planted the wrong tree or something's wrong with it because it really, it really ain't blooming like I wanted to bloom. The tree that I bought, I thought it was going to have this purple Japanese flowers on it, but they have not come yet. But I'm not going to go pull it up. Y'all will see that in a minute, too, okay? Um, this is the other thing about the position, is we cannot let anyone or any idea move us from what we know. We cannot let anyone or any idea move us from what we know. We must stand firm. The necessity in this, there's a necessity that we stand firm. What is that, Pastor? Well, this lesson is telling us that it, Paul is giving us the assurance that we can stick to it. We gotta have the assurance that we can stick to it. This lesson is a call to action. Tell your neighbor it's a call to action. That means there's something you and I must do. Let me quickly read these verses to you. Philippians chapter 3, um, verses 12 through 16. And if you've been with us all month, we have been studying the book of Philippians. The purpose for the book of Philippians was to do what? Shift our mind. Give us a shifting in our mind. Remember I told us last week, Every now and then we have stinky thinking. And we need something to help us get on the right track. Because like Paul said, every time I try to do good, evil is always present. So even in our thought process, every now and then we need to stop and say, Lord, have mercy. Help my unbelief. Transform my mind that I may think on those things that are good, that are lovely, that are of a good report, that I may give you praise. Because Paul already told us in, in one of these chapters, he said, Rejoice. That means if you had joy once, you can have it again. That's what rejoice means. So there's, there's, there's some words that you need to, to underline in your book. And I'm going to, when I, when I say underline, I want you to underline. Or if you're writing, I want you to make sure you write it down. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, it says, Not as though I have already attained, underline, write down, attained, A-T-T-A-I-N-E-D, Either were already perfect, but I follow after that which I may apprehend, underline, apprehend. That for which also I am apprehended, underline, of Christ Jesus. Paul here in this first verse does a self-reflection. He looks at himself. He's saying, you know what? I, I, I've done so many things. I am a Bible scholar. Um, I, I have killed a whole bunch of folk. I've incarcerated a whole bunch of folk. I've seen some things. I've done some things. But I am not perfect. So I also see Paul setting some goals right here. Anybody here set some goals earlier this year for yourself, for your life? For you know, for your for your future, you know, I'm gonna lose some weight. I'm gonna I'm gonna find me a new job. I'm gonna find me a new place to live. I'm gonna uh, save money and buy a car. I'm gonna save money and take a trip. Setting goals, we gotta set goals. Paul set some goals here. He says the first goal I see here is I, I gotta be more like Jesus, not more like Mike, but more like Jesus. And who who do we know Jesus to be? 
peace. Jesus is kind. Jesus is loving. Jesus is forgiving. Jesus is compassionate. Jesus is, is, is long-suffering. Jesus took on the sins of the world and died for the remission of people like you and I. He didn't have to. He did it because he wanted to. He knew that his death was going to be the only thing that would bring us back to his Father, that we would bring glory to the Father because glory is due unto God. Verse 13 and 14 go together. Look at how, again, he is so loving to this church of Philippians. Remember the church of Philippians, they, they were bragging and boasting about who they were and what they had done. And remember, Paul was in jail when he was writing this letter. And when he's writing it to encourage them, he says, brethren, that's some um, um, dearly terms, terms of endearment, like sister and, 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 and um, mommy and daddy and, and girlfriend and, you know, boo thing, you know, those kind of things, those are terms of endearment. Y'all, y'all ain't got no one. <laughs> you know, honey, boo-boo, you know, all that. Oh, honey, boo-boo, ain't. But he greets them here. He says, brethren, he says, I count not myself to have apprehended under God. But this one thing I do, now I need you to highlight this one thing I do. Because this is going to go somewhere. This blessed me. I got to go back home, uh, Deaconess, and, and work this up. So next Sunday when I get to New Hope, I can fix this, amen. But in the Bible, there are five this one thing. Grossero, <laughs> no. Google me after you find them, okay? I mean, call me after you Google them and find them, okay? See, Brother Farrell, he likes finding stuff. Um, but there are five in the Bible. I- I'm going to give you one of them. I'm going to give you, and then I'm going to get back to this lesson. But this was supposed to be Psalm 27 and 4. He said, this one thing. This one thing I desire. What do you think? I will that I seek after. Uh-huh. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Oh my God, y'all. There's four more. Y'all gotta find them. We'll find them later. But right now, Paul said, This one thing I do. Check this out. This is a compound action. There's three verbs, but one action. Y'all, y'all, there's three verbs. And verbs are action words. So there's three verbs and one action. He says, but this one thing I do. He says, I forget those things which are behind me. Whether they be failure or successes, I forget. Now, remember I told you, Paul has had some great successes, and he had some things he wasn't so proud of. He says, I have forgotten about this thing. Remember last week, he said, all that I have gained, it is as dumb. It's garbage. It don't mean nothing to me now because Christ is what's important to me. He says, I forget those things that are behind me. He says, and I reach forward. Action word, reach. But ain't it funny how Paul, Paul must have been a, 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 a sports fanatic because he talks about running a race. He talks about wrestling. How many of y'all watched the Royal Battle yesterday? <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He did. We, we watched the Royal Battle yesterday. They had like 30 wrestlers come out. They all had a time limit to come out. And the last man in the ring was the champion. And he come to wrestle Roman Reigns. Oh,
know what? Serena Williams and them won after they got to playing tennis. Oh, a cup, a wonderful cup. Okay, this is not the prize you're going to get. This is not the prize we're going to get. Don't, don't look for The wrestlers all have big belts with WW on them. And they were bling bling. And that, it's not that thing. We're not going to get that thing. When, they, when them fellas get to playing basketball, they don't get a cup. It ain't that thing either. It's not a medal that you can wear around your neck either. It's the kingdom of heaven. It's a life and a lasting life. It's walking the streets of gold. It's seeing the 24 elders. It's being able to hear Peter, James, and John say, that's the price. That's the price. This is the reason why we must uh, continue to reach we must continue to press. Verse 14, he says, I press. That's your third action word. Your first word is to forget. Your second word is to reach. Your next word is to press. Don't you know that faith without works is dead? You got to do something in this life. You just didn't get saved to sit on your rock and, and say, look at me. I have been set free. All my sins are washed away. That was a nice song, <laughs> but there is work that must be done in order for us to reach into that city, to make it to those pearly gates, to be able to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Here we come, verse 15 and 16, we come to that call of action. He says, let us. So let me put a pen in it and tell us. That community is necessary. Amen. Not just the community outside, but the community in here. Well, Pastor, what do you mean by that? I mean, we ought to connect ourselves with folks inside the church that are strong, that are prayer warriors, that have this thing together of, 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 of pressing in and enduring steadfastness, going through trials and tribulations without giving up. That this should be your prayer partner. Within this community, we should have somebody that holds us accountable when we cut up and act in a class. Somebody from within this community should be able to grab our shirt and our dress down and say, girl, you better slow it down. Girl, you doing too much right now. Within this community, we ought to be accountable to each other. Within this community, we ought to be able to encourage each other, lift each other up. Help each other. You need community. And then we need the community on the outside. Because it's not all about what's going on in these four walls. It's about us going out into the hallways and byways to compel many women and boys and girls to come to who? Jesus Christ. Not come to the church. I just wrote a paper the other night for class, and as I was sitting Sitting there Friday night, Saturday morning, it was late. Um, one of the things that I said in the paper is that I, what I want to learn from this class is I want to be able to go home and encourage the community to work with us and we work with them without them feeling obligated to be a member of the church. Now, to some pastors, that's a, a no no. Because they want more members. I don't I, we got business, so I'm gonna stay right, okay? I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna go there. We got, we got it. But I'm gonna let you know that most members don't mean nothing to me. What means something to me is seeing folks uh, like Sister Janetta, y'all right here that prayed this morning uh, uh, about 10 years ago. If I had to ask her to shut up here and pray. She would have looked at me and said, uh-uh. Point blank, uh-uh. That's how it would have been. Am I telling the truth? <laughs> she said, yeah. That's what I excites me about the work that God has given me to do, is to see that type of life being transitioned, that type of life being changed. All of that slow stuff, all folks running in, that don't impress me. But what impressed me is to see the body of Christ growing in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So, 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 fifteen and sixteen, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna.
going to move to my workshop here in just a minute, and, and I'm going to let you go home and read it because I'm not going to go over it. But it, it was important that we see this before we see this, okay? 15 and 16 says, let us, this is our call to action, let us therefore as many be as perfect, be thus-minded. If and if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, wherefore we have already attained, you need to underline attain, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. When Paul talks about walk, it is not literally picking up your left foot and placing it in front of your right foot. That's not the walk he's talking about. He's talking about how you live. Your daily behavior must be of the same mind of the community which you draw strength from. So we all must be thinking the same, and this helps us live out our life every day. Brother Farrell, thank you, Sister Kamisha. Can you make sure everybody gets one of these um, so that we can... Quickly, I want you to look at this. For those of you that are at home, what I'm handing out now is um, a part of a series of workshops we will be having every fifth Sunday. But but all of our messages, all of our lessons will, will be here focused. 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 We, we, we'll, this is our focus. This is our goal. This is our goal. You, you have it in your hand before you. This is our goal. We're going to be, we're going to know, and we're going to do. What is it that we're going to be? What is it that we're going to know? What is it that we're going to do? We have three areas of focus that we're going to concentrate on to be better. Anybody know anything about a five-star? Anybody ever been in a five-star hotel? You know, you know that when you get ready to, to go to bed, the, the staff has come in, they pull the covers back, and you got chocolate on the on the on the chocolate on the um, pillow. Amen. Um, and when you go to a five star restaurant, you, you have nature these. And then they bring your food out in courses. Amen. And people rate things. And when they give things a five rating, they go back to that thing. Right? And if you don't you don't go back all the time because we can't afford it. <laughs> you you treat yourself to five star stuff, right? And but uh, but but we wanna be the place that people come back to or give to or work to or work with. Right? We have five areas and these are according to oh, uh the the Acts chapter two, because we are an Acts two church. I just give me a few more minutes. I'm going to let you read all this yourself because it's self-explanatory. But we are an Acts 2 church. We believe in evangelism, spiritual development, fellowship, ministry, and worship. That's where St. Stephen's right there in that first box. And matter of fact, that should be every church door open in the name of Jesus Christ. Greater St. Stephen's will focus on these three areas, hospitality, prayer, and outreach. We don't we don't have choirs, we don't have praise teams, we just got us. And and there's some things that we can just do well. Hospitality is one of them, prayer is the other one, and outreach is the other one. All of that is gonna be impacted in ministry. Ministry means to serve, and we're gonna serve inside the house and outside the house. Why, Pastor? Because a church without a community and a community without a church is unacceptable. Amen? Let's stand to our feet. Let's give God praise for the word of the day. Every day we should be working to reach the goal. Every day we should be doing something to help us be steadfast and unmovable. That we may continue to press towards the mark of the high price, which is in Christ Jesus. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed.
everybody here is a believer. Everybody here is a believer. But maybe you're saying, Pastor, I need help in this call to action. I find my way slipping sometimes. I find myself getting in the way of my commitment to be steadfast and unmovable. And I can see some help standing firm that I may help draw others to Christ. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this blessing. We thank you for being our strength on today because it is in our weakness you are made strong. So Father, we ask that you would help us to be steadfast and movable, to help us always abound in the work of the Lord, for we know that our labor is not in vain. And Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit lead us and guide us and help us, Father, to remember this word today. We must attain and apprehend. We must forget. We must reach. We must press. And we will one day hear you say, Well done, my good and simple servant. Come on up a little higher. And let me bless you to make you be a ruler of many nations. God, we love you today. And we appreciate you. We give you all glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Come on, clap your hands and give God praise. We thank God. We want to give a benediction, and then I want to yield this time over to Minister Leecher. She wants to come and share with us. I want to give the benediction so that those that are on the line will know that we did the benediction. Amen. You all may take your seats. And for those of you that need to leave, you can after the benediction. Um, but gracious Father, um, may the grace of God and the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us hence now and forevermore. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let me hear the worship of Every praise. Every praise. Every praise. Every praise. Every praise. 